Hey, hey, welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Congdon, and in this episode, we are going to talk about your laundry list. Now, kind of funny why it's called a laundry list. I don't even know the answer to that, but the definition is a long or exhaustive list of things. Another word for laundry list is agenda, want list, wish list. I feel like it's a need to do list, never mind like a wish list. But after the summer, going into the summer, I think I knew I was going to take it a little bit easy. And I know me too, right? The sun's out. I definitely am not going to get everything done that I set out to do. Not that I do the bare minimum, but I, I do the important things that are like very, very time sensitive, which seems to be always a lot of things in this industry. But anything extra that can be put off to the next day, I, I generally will say, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, it's the end of August or the beginning of September, and we're rushing around to do all the back to school stuff. And of course, we do haircuts and back to school clothes and just getting everyone prepped. But like, the things that you have to wait until like close to when school starts, like the the food shopping for the lunches and all that, I still haven't done yet because my kids aren't going back till next week. But what is also in the back of my head is my long laundry list of things I need to get done for my business. And I find, and I bet you guys will agree that when you have more time to dedicate to something, Sometimes you end up doing less, right? If we're in like a time crunch, we're hustling, we're multitasking, and of course we're sweating it out, but we get it all done because that's how we do. But when you have like all this time, you're like trying to pace yourself and then things don't get done. So my concern, this is the first year that I'm going to have my days free for work and other things. Am I going to be able to be as productive as I was last year? My littlest one was home last year, so I really tried not to work when she was home and she was only in school for a few hours. And by that time, it's like pick up for the next one. I mean, it it really only left me a short amount of time each day to dedicate to business stuff. And for everyone who knows me and knows my habits, my best or most productive work time is like 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., which is great for all of my West Coast clients, right? I'm on the East Coast, but it's perfect timing for them. But it It's late here, but I'm definitely a night owl and I like to stay up late and and be productive because nobody's bothering me. But now I'm going to have daytime hours. So what am I going to do first? So I have a, a super long list. You guys can relate, but I really do need to stay on track and make sure I I designate specific time each day for certain things. I'm going to take a look at my Birth Boss weekly tear pad. Some of you guys have them. I hope a lot of you guys have them. And you can take a look too and really kind of fill it out for, I'm, I'm going to fill four of them out. So I'm going to fill them out for each week of September and really designate certain days for certain things just to make sure I stay on track. And one thing I, I do really well is I set goals that are very attainable. So I'm not going to try to pack too many things into each day because I want to make sure I get everything done, get it done right. So I'm good to go for the next day. So cramming in all the things that you you had on your mind all summer that you actually have to like now get down to business. Don't keep it as a mental list. Make sure you write it down, whether it's 
in your planner, on your birth boss, birth boss tear pad. If you use your phone calendar or computer calendar, just make sure you get it down somewhere so you don't forget anything. And, and I think it's overwhelming to think about because all throughout the day, you're kind of adding things to that list. And if you don't write it down, there's no way, even though we always say we will remember, there's no way you're actually going to remember. So write it down. And I sometimes use a technique called block scheduling, where I will have certain times during the day, let's say it's 9 a.m. to 9.45, and then again, 1 p.m. to 1.45. Those are the only two times during the day that I will check my email. And that helps me because it's time where I'm sitting down, dedicating to checking email, responding, Otherwise, I check things so randomly, it is very easy to forget to respond to someone, to to read something and not do, you know, whatever the email is about. So I block schedule. So I make sure that I'm only checking in that dedicated time. I try to do the same thing for social media. I get a lot of messages on Facebook and a lot of DMs on Instagram, and I want to make sure that when I read them, I respond. There's nothing worse than looking at something and then three days later you respond because that person sees, right, that you've seen it. And sometimes they get the wrong idea like, oh, she read it and she's uninterested. No, I'm very interested. I just forgot about it. And you don't ever want to say that to someone because you want to look responsible. So I dedicate time during the day for things like that. And that can also include responding to comments or engagement and all that stuff. But I I try to dedicate those times during the day for social media so I don't miss anything. For me, I really need to take a good look at my website. I don't necessarily need to update anything right now, but I may want to change a few things, maybe take away a few things. I am a postpartum doula and a lactation educator trainer. So I have dates on my website for upcoming trainings and the very last trainings I did, I have to take those down and I have to add all of my 2023 ones because I haven't done that yet. So I wanted to just take a look at my website, kind of go over it with a fine tooth comb, see if I want to make any small changes, nothing crazy. I do have a new course that will be launching in the fall. So that's not on my website yet, but I want to make sure that all of the information for those pages are 100% done so I can pop them on when I'm ready for it, but I don't want to be doing proofreading and things like that. I want it to be 100% ready to go when I'm ready to go. I need to take a look at our fall and winter clients and make sure everyone is taken care of, make sure everybody has a doula and everyone's confirmed and all the contracts are signed and I've signed them also and deposits have been made and intake forms have been filled out. That's one of the things that gets forgotten Sometimes clients will sign the contract, they'll pay the deposit, and then the intake form kind of hangs out in their email. So I'll get a a text from one of our doulas saying like, do you have so-and-so's intake form? And I'll be like, oh, I sent it. They didn't fill it out. I didn't remind them. And now it's annoying because probably the baby's here and I have to like send them a, a form to fill out. So I really have to go over and make sure everything is good to go for our fall and winter clients. And I also want to fine tooth comb through my social media, make sure like my bios are are good and nothing is out of date. I use a program for my Facebook group that sends some messages to people. 
and I want to make sure that the message that I'm sending has all of my current offers on it. I'm pretty sure it does, but I like to double check. And those are things that I think about. I've thought about that all summer, but there's always something that is prioritized in front of that. So I haven't gotten a chance to do that. And then what's really important, and this like really, really, really snuck up on me, it is going to be quarter four soon, right? We have like 30 more days till quarter four of 2022. Have we set goals? Do we even know what our financials look like from the first three quarters? Do you look often at what the numbers are, what your offers are bringing in versus what services are bringing in, like your hands-on birth doula, postpartum doula, things like that, classes, other things, products? Do we know where the money's coming from? And if so, are we evaluating the the money coming in from that and the time put in, right? So if we have the least amount of revenue coming from something that we have to put the most amount of time in, there's something wrong, right? We need to reevaluate and we need to figure out how to change that. We want the most revenue coming in from what we put the least amount of time in, right? That makes the most sense. So if you haven't taken a look at your numbers from the previous three quarters or even the first half of the year, please do that. You want to get a good idea of what you've already done. So then you can figure out, are you on track? If you've set financial goals, which you should, are you on track to meet your end of the year goal for 2022? Have you done any planning for 2023? Is there anything that you're adding to your business? Is there anything that you find that is not working that you're going to take out? What are your goals? I like to have one yearly goal, like a big one, and then some smaller goals during the year. They can be separate from that, but they can also be smaller goals that are working towards that large goal. But you really have to be intentional about the time frame of your smaller goals because you want to make sure you're meeting each one so you can get to the bigger one. And again, this all kind of creeps up and then all of a sudden it's back to school or quarter four and you're like, oh my God, I, I have not done all the things that I set out to do. That's why you have to periodically check in with yourself, check in with your financials, If you are lost and have no clue what I'm talking about, please reach out and ask me. It is extremely important that your numbers, right? I've talked about it on the podcast. That was part of the Birth Boss Summit for the last summit over the summer. Knowing your numbers is so important. How are you going to grow? How are you going to take your business to the next level if you don't even know what level you're on now, right? Super, super important. So in order to not have what we talk about as analysis paralysis, where you have this long laundry list of things, and when you look at it, you're like completely paralyzed because you don't know where to start, and then you end up doing nothing, right? It's so overwhelming that you look at the list and you don't know you know, what should be first, what should be second, and then you end up not doing anything, which is so easy now because there's like a thousand shows on Netflix that I'm like ready to sit down and binge. And that is an easy, easy, easy alternative to getting my work done. But I do have to stay on track because I have quite a few things going on for the fall and for quarter four um, that actually have deadlines. So it's not 
something that I can say, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Like I actually have some strict deadlines to meet. So the first thing I'm going to do, and I think this is a wonderful idea, I'm going to clean my office space. Over the summer, I mean, I'm looking at like a, a pile of pink sparkly putty right now that one of my kids left on my desk and it actually got on one of my workbooks. That's going to be the first thing to go. I have, I, I love beverages. I have bottles of water, cans of water. I have two coffees, one from yesterday, which sounds really gross and that I'm a slob. I'm actually not. But it, it's been, it's been a, a busy few days, so I haven't had a chance to take my coffee cups downstairs. But I have such a messy desk right now. I have, if anyone saw the last few lives I've done on in my Facebook group, and if you're not a part of my group, get in there. Business for Birth and Postpartum Professionals. It's an incredible group on Facebook that focuses solely on the business side. But anyway, the lives that I've been doing, I try to like move my computer like in a way that you can't see what's behind me because I have tons of stuff that I sell to clients and to other birth professionals. I have, I'm trying to look behind me. I have books are messy. I have pictures up there. I have things, boxes that are ready to go to the post office that I haven't taken. My sunglasses are in front of me. My ear pods, the little thing has one in it. I don't know where the other one is. And I have 35,000 post-its. So for me to like productively move forward, that is the very first thing that I need to do. And I'm actually going to try to do it before the kids go to school so they get on that bus and I can sit down in a space that feels really nice to me. There's nothing worse than sitting down at your desk and like three things fall off the other side because you will not be productive. If you're not comfortable in your space and you don't know where your stuff is and you don't have room to like spread out the things that you want to be working on or doing, um, then you're just not going to feel good. And it's going to be much easier for you to get up and do something else. So first things first, let's clean our workspaces. I'm sure the summer dumped a lot of stuff on them that you don't necessarily need for work. So having a beautiful space, a nice space to work, even if it's like the corner of a room, if it's your dining room table, it could be Starbucks and then you don't have to clean it. But kind of think about where you're going to sit and do the majority of your stuff that you have to do behind the scenes, like contracts, invoices. Maybe you're creating a course and you need some space to get on your computer or to write some stuff down. Maybe you're just trying to think of new ideas for passive income. Whatever you're doing, you want a lovely space that is inviting for you to sit down and be productive. So that's the very, very first thing that I'm going to do because I want to have a nice workspace. And then I'm going to get out my Birth Boss tear pad and rip off four sheets. I'm going to put a paperclip. I couldn't think of the word. A paperclip. A paperclip on them. It's going to be week one, week two, week three, week four, or whatever the dates are. I have to look at the calendar. And I really am going to map out what my September looks like because, again, October, November, and December, that is quarter four. So September is a big deal. I'm going to map out what my quarter four looks like. In, in, in There's a section for goals, so that's kind of what the map out is going to look like. But I need to get organized in September to get ready for all of that because I want to go out with a bang. I want this to be my best year yet. It is my... 14th year in business, but my business has evolved so much over the years. We're in a way different space than I was 14 years ago. 
So things look different, but I want this to be the best year yet. And then 2023 will be even better, right? But I have to be very intentional about setting my goals for 2023. I don't want to get into January and not have a very solid and strategic idea of what I need to get done. Strategy is everything, right? I always say connection is everything, like networking. And that is true. So two things, networking and connecting and strategy. Those are both all the things, right? But you have to have a strategy. You can't just go in blind and say, I want to grow my business. I want to make more money. I want to take more clients. I want to do this. I want to do that. There has to be rhyme and reason. And you also have to make sure, so thinking about the fall, what that's going to look like, what other obligations do you have? What is going to stop you from working the amount of hours that you normally work? And if you don't have anything else, great, then full freedom to do whatever you need to do. For me, there's definitely weeks where my kids are home, like Thanksgiving and the December holidays. So I have to make sure that I'm including that in my map of quarter four, because I know those weeks I'm not going to be productive. Am I traveling at all? I don't know. But again, those are weeks that I'm not going to be at my desk and be productive. So I do have to take all of that stuff into to consideration. And, you know, do you have another job? Is doulaing or birth work, is that your part-time job? So you have to take that into consideration. Do you have young kids at home? Do you have other obligations? Do you travel a lot? Are you staying in the area you're staying in or do you plan on moving in a year or two? So when you're mapping out, I call it lifestyle mapping, when you're mapping out what your business is going to be doing this year, next year, the year after, you have to take all of those things into consideration, right? Because we want to make sure after we look at all those obligations, we only backfill with business stuff because we never want to take off more um, or bite off more than we can chew for business. We don't want to get burnt out. And that is a way that you can assure yourself that you are only taking on as much as is reasonable for you. So get that mental laundry list on paper, get it in some sort of sequence that makes sense, prioritize the things that are most important, make your goals for quarter four, make your goals for 2023, take a look back at this year, see what your financials look like, are you on track to meet your goals if you set them for this year? And that way you can kind of fall into September with your pumpkin spice latte. I will not be having one of those. That is my least favorite thing in the world. I might be the minority, but I do not like pumpkin. You can sit down with your pumpkin spice latte, take a deep breath, and have a very organized list of what you need to get done. So don't be overwhelmed. Don't have analysis paralysis. You will get it done if you organize yourself and prioritize the things that can come first, all the way to the things that you may not get done until December, but at least you have a clear picture of what you need to do to get where you want to be. So keep being a boss, and I will catch you guys next time. 